Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Dear gas prices, go take a hike. Toyota is the number one retail brand for electrified vehicles for 22 years. The Toyota hybrid lineup brings efficiency with power and savings with style. Not to mention top tech to help keep you connected. Plush premium interiors and the most advanced Toyota safety features. So now you know who you're talking to. Toyota, the number one retail brand for electrified vehicles for 22 years, with a hybrid or electric vehicle built for every driver. Seriously, dear gas prices, do you really think you can stand in our way? Think again. Toyota hybrids. Find yours at toyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Based on manufacturer estimates, see why 2000 through 2021 sales. Stewards there taking the smoke bombs off. But, uh, yeah. Not the result we wanted. Brad Lambert's on the best now. Super Brad! Super! Super Brad! Super Brad! 
Still cracking turnouts, cracking support. Not the best performance, but I think um, I think as soon as Watford were relegated, they would never lose in the next game. It's never going to happen. Hospitable here. They play Z cars on the way in and they're playing all together now on the way out. Uh, I'll leave it there and I'll hand you over to Matt for post match. sounded very buoyant and upbeat despite an extremely drab game where not a whole lot happened uh, Everton played like a side that looked like they were a bit terrified to lose that and rightly so things are getting probably a bit tense for everyone at this point in the season and after the highs of Sunday and going to Leicester and winning uh, tonight was a much more low-key affair joining me to have a chat about it Matt Flusk and Mark Mosey Matt general thoughts on that made it it's a point. It's four points from two away games, and, and matches are running out, so we're going to put a positive spin on it. That's the top and bottom of it. I can't be anything but positive. That was a big fat banana skin. How many times over the years have we seen an already relegated side, depleted side, go and get a win against someone like us, someone against like Tottenham, you know, someone against Leicester when they were challenging for the top end? Like, it always happens every season. Someone will slip up between now and the end of the year against the likes of Norwich, against the likes of Wofford, and. Hopefully not the likes of Leeds or Burnley, but <laughs> it always happens every year, and I'm just glad we avoided it. And it's a clean sheet, and it, like you said, four points from two away games. I can't be anything but happy. Like we gained a point on both Burnley and Villa, um, Burnley and Leeds. I'm, I'm speaking hoping there, like you know, Villa next season, fingers crossed. <laughs> it's, um, I suppose, you know, we can't say the emotion maybe be too greedy about four points from two ways after losing, I think, a ten in a row before yeah. before the, the last couple of games, um, but just. Just in general, your, your thoughts on that on that tonight? And did they look like a side that didn't really know what to do? You know, on on yeah. on Sunday we got that we go ahead twice pretty early on with pretty two one up on twenty five minutes, and we've got that that goal to cling on to and defend and protect. But it just looked like throughout the entire game, in terms of the system, the substitutions, the way the players approached it, and the positions they took up, it looked like they didn't really know whether to go for it or sit in and take the point. Yeah, I think firstly just to echo what Matt said, if you. If you can't err on the side of, you know, that that residing silver line and that we're all kind of clinging to at the moment and, you know, Everton in general as a football club are clinging to, then you haven't really bought into what everyone has been doing in the last few weeks, you know, from, from top to bottom in terms of keeping this football team in the league. We've all been trying to take the positives and, you know, I, I guarantee if you offer any of us a win and a draw totally unanswered by Leeds United this time last week we all absolutely bite your hand off and, and that is the the reality and the harshness of the the Premier League table at the moment and as you said th- this is 
you know, I, I know we all had a great day on Sunday. It was a fantastic result. It propelled us to the, the point of, dare I say, optimism. But th- that does not give us this sudden right to think that we are not the football team that is 17th or 18th place or whatever we are in the Premier League table. 16th mate, come on. Oh, all right. <laughs> all, the, all the lofty heights of mid-bottom half of the table. But you see my point in that we are, we are not suddenly one of those teams who when you afford all of the incentive to go and win a football match regardless of the level of the opposition it's, it's just, it's quite frankly not there at the moment. I mean we, we've spoken for years and years about how difficult it is for a team like Everton to kind of flux between these motions of grinding out results at home against Chelsea United whoever it may be and then being that team who you know either invites teams to Goodison Park or goes away in the Premier League and everything is out in front of them and, and the football world says to them well what have you got and unfortunately we haven't really got that much at the moment in terms of ball playing quality that ability to go out and, and just smother teams and win football matches on cue it, it is simply not there and uh, you know there are, there are definitely times in that match tonight where you can notably see a football team that is terrified of losing the match and you know maybe we look back at it and think well rightly so because a loss tonight is an absolute disaster after going to Leicester at the weekend and I'm not saying that a draw is is by any means an acceptable result because you know I I have that level of hollowness that everyone listening to this will have in the 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 eternal what might have been about Everton Football Club hangs over us but this is very much in our hands we are still firmly having two weeks ago being the team that odds on to go down we've all done this we've got this football team to the brink of survival and I don't think tonight is damaged that by any means yeah and if you flip the results around if we were to go to Leicester and draw nil-nil and then go there tonight and win 2-1 just as Burnley did we'd all be there going this is it we've done it we're fine like we're not safe but we are on the way to being safe it feels a bit of a damn squib after Sunday, granted, but to be honest, tonight, I mean, I think a lot of people would have said after Sunday night, this game was a free hit. So it's about consolidation, about just taking what we got, you know, a good point, a clean sheet, and now we got Sunday and we can do what we've done for the past few weeks, yeah. you know, scream bloody thunder, drag them across the line. Like you say, nothing is guaranteed. We don't take anything for granted. We deserve nothing from this season. Absolutely nothing. Yeah. But I still think, come Sunday, we're going to do it. We're going to drag them across the line, basically. We're going to just scream them. <laughs> scream them. And hopefully, obviously, Leeds play before us, so it could be a matter of win the game, stay in the league. So... If that is the case, if you know, if we, because I think it coincides, doesn't it? They kick off at two. Yeah, their game, their game yeah. finishes just before. So we'll all be on Goodison Road when they're playing. Yeah. If Leeds are down two, three goals when we go into the Goodison Park, obviously the atmosphere will just be electric. We'll be screaming them over yeah. the line, and it'll just be a matter of this is. It's just it's one game to save our future. Yeah. Not even save our season. You've said it for weeks, Matt. It's saving our future. It's, it's completely generational yeah. and I think we'll step up the fans will step up the players will step up the manager will step up the club will step up and yeah. we're going to get over that line I think if you're going to look at the last third of the season from a from a big picture point of view if, if you offered most of us the chance to go into a home match against Brentford with the, the chance you, you know 
the card of if you win this game, you survive. I mean, we'd, we'd have all absolutely taken that. And I don't think it's that cutthroat on Sunday. And as you said, Matt, it totally depends on what happens at Ellen Road. But I think it's it's quite funny that we've gone from a point a few weeks ago of being so centrally focused on what every other team around Everton were doing that we totally forgot about how bad Everton were because that was our escapism. Can we channel how bad Burnley are? Can we buy into every single point that Leeds lost? And now that we've got something a little bit more positive to buy into from an Everton point of view, I think it's very easy to forget what the other teams around us are doing very poorly. And you know, you can look at Burnley at the weekend, you can look at Leeds for the last few weekends in terms of as, as much as we look at a team who haven't quite reached their maximum potential, haven't quite taken everything they possibly could have done from the last two or three games, you only have to look at, at the television screens around us to look at a team in, in Leeds United who are consistently failing to make up any form of ground. And all of those feelings that Evertonians have had from not even a few weeks ago, but from September or October... There's a team in Yorkshire who are having all of that bad press, those bad feelings and those bad performances, and luckily the bad results to go with it at exactly the worst time of the season. And, you know, I, I, am, I am incredibly biased. I don't know if you realise in this situation, but <laughs> if I was to be one of these football teams at the moment, I would absolutely not want to be Leeds United. Yeah, because we thought we had chosen the worst time of the season, but they've managed to one-up us. Yeah. I think the other thing as well, and it'd be remiss not to say this, but one of the things we were all saying on those podcasts when we were losing away game after away game after away game was just just draw a game every now and then. Yeah. You know, if Everton if Everton had, had drawn like three of those ten away games he lost yeah. in a row or whatever it was, they'd be well clear of this now. And, it, and sometimes it's a case of if you're having a terrible night, if you're not playing well, as can always happen away from home, just don't get beat, lads. Just, just come away from with a point. Obviously, it's 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 easy to look at them in a in a bigger picture sense when you're midway through the season and you're not like absolutely desperate for three points now but you know if Everton had drawn more away games we'd be absolutely yeah. fine because that's like our second draw since Chelsea and before yeah. Christmas yeah. isn't it it's crazy that we've, we've absolutely earned we've, we've totally earned the right to have that performance as well and have that result haven't we and that you know I'm, I'm not saying that you can totally drop your guard against Watford just because you've pulled off some some unbelievable feats at Goodison Park or away at Leicester City but it, it, it does afford you that ability to say, well, let's be a little bit more sensible about how we approach. Not not the entire game tonight, but maybe the last 15 minutes where we're all shaking in our seats, asking for, you know, first of all, Calvert-Lewin, but then Rondon and Ali, and let's go five up front and, and just, just <laughs> throw the entire kitchen sink at this already relegated team. And, you know, on, on paper, as much as it may seem that that's the, the correct thing to do, you know, maybe Frank Lampard and Everton have earned that right tonight to say, well, you know, th- this is the pragmatic and the, c- the correct thing to do in the situation. And, and, and as we say, it, at, this, at this time of the season, we, we are not only counting down points, but we're, we're, we're counting down days and, and games left. And as those consistently continue to run out, it only goes in Everton's favour. Yeah. And it's, yeah, I, th- I think what happens today is ultimately coloured by what happened on Sunday, isn't it? You know, Everton draw that game and they go for it a bit more in the, in the last 20 minutes there. I don't think there's any way that they don't throw the kitchen sink at it, but they, they were quite content. And listen, in terms of the game, this is probably going to be one of our, our shortest podcasts, but in terms of the game itself, not really much happened. Everton had a bit of a go in the second half, they could have had a few chances. But one lad they do want to single out, and he's been absolutely fantastic for weeks now. Um, playing right wing back again tonight Matt in Alex Awobi 
Um, Everton's best player by a country mile, I think, tonight. Carried the team forward, defensively absolutely spot on. Great feet, great composure. The lad is playing like a dream at the moment, isn't he? Outstanding. Absolutely outstanding. Like, there were moments when he was recovering from, like, breaks down their left-hand side, our right-hand side. And you just thought, just get the ball, put it out for the throw or whatever. And he'd take it and he'd play it off two feet and then start another counter-attack. I, yeah. I, I can't understand what he's doing at the moment. He's just, he's on another level. And I don't, I don't mean ability-wise, just mean confidence-wise. Mm. It's For a player in... Let's face it, a pretty still dicey yeah. situation to be playing like that after the start of the season he had and you know having to deactivate his social media and everything because everyone was getting on his back. It's it's an incredible turnaround and yeah. I, I don't know if it's just the man himself. I don't know if it's Frank Lampard the way he's managing. I don't know if he's got Doctor Steve Peters on Steve speed dial. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, but I don't care. I'm just made up for him and yeah, it will be one Kenobi forever. I'm not, I'm not sure. I, I totally agree with the. You know, he's probably one of the Everton players I would say that most of our fans in particular label as a confidence player, as though every single footballer in the world is not that exact thing. I mean, you, you, obviously tonight, and in particular the one moment I'm thinking of in the second half where he kind of uses some quick feet to get away from Watford's left winger, there's a notable level of freedom about his game at the moment, but... I think the thing I like about him is that just general aggression in his play. I mean, we, we saw it tonight, in, in particular in the full-backs, and I think I'd single Seamus Coleman out for this in being particularly aggressive in winning the ball-back. Um, from, from that point of view, I kind of got it with the, you know, you call it a five at the back or a, a three at the back with two wing-backs or a five in midfield, whatever it was. There was, there was a sense about that for me tonight whereby Awobi and Mikalenko, Mikalenko in particular, without actually getting on the ball in the first half, were given the license to go forward and get into the 18-yard box. And, you know, that, that, that's not something I'm going to point the finger at, at Frank Lampard tonight and say, you know, it's, it's on the manager and we've, we've, we've not gone as, as gung-ho and as aggressive and as offensive as we should have done because that, that's not always the answer. But certainly from an individual point of view, you know, we, we spoke about it a couple of games ago whereby... There's a notable level of trust towards this lad now. You know, go and do a job in the middle of midfield for me. Go and do it at right wing back, unsuspectedly against Chelsea, um, to the point where he, he's done that well that we've continued it on the road where we've been, you know, incredibly awful for a long time now. Um, it, it's, it's the turnaround that I think absolutely none of us saw coming. If anything, there was probably that little bit of you in the last 20 minutes that thought, well, maybe this hasn't quite worked to its full potential in terms of you know getting the three points do we move him forward do we move him into midfield and I think it's a credit to him tonight that you know we, we yes we acknowledge the fact that he's had a great game but you're always left wanting that little bit more because of what you've seen from him in the last two or three games he's, he's arguably one of the first names on the team sheet going into the game against Brentford at the weekend and to, to say that and to say that he's one of I think I speak for most of us when you say he's one of Everton's most likeable players at the moment. Um, for him and Fabian Delft to be near the top of that <laughs> list is just, quite frankly, insane. Um, Let's but get back to he, basics. He, he's the personification of what has been a both miserable and unbelievable Everton football season. Just you know, just you know, just just fantastically happy for a lad who was you know from from everything that we've 
we've heard from inside the club and everything we've seen from other players and the way that they interact with him even his Snapchat stories of the bus leaving <laughs> Finch Farm you know everything is set up for this lad to succeed and I think tonight was just another step in that process for him do you know what's always jarring about him like we were so used to Everton players trying to do the basic thing on the board and the ears but he gets it and like you said Matt he does that little thing where he'll go one foot to the next foot and wriggle out of space and you know go forward and he's trying to do all those things but we'll wrap it up lads but feeling okay still Matt about things going into I'm feeling some, fantastic so I think the thing for me now is that if you get four points from those next two home games whatever happens with Leeds whatever happens with Burnley because of Leeds goal difference we're going to be absolutely fine and Listen, if someone had said to me that was the situation after we all sat together and watched that game against Burnley where we got B3-2, I would have been absolutely made up. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. I just I'm, I just feel zen right now. Totally zen. I mean, I'm not going to that level of chill. <laughs> but, um, I mean, the, the, the great contentment I feel at the moment is that I don't think that Leeds have got it in them to to win one of those football matches that they've got left never mind both oh, of them Sean Dyche <laughs> yeah, correct yeah, yeah I'll give you that fire I'll give you that we remember yeah. Sean Dyche Mark Moses is going to get sacked in the blue room next week <laughs> yeah. if, it, if it wasn't being won up by Keith getting a tattoo of Alex Iwobi on himself then I'd I'd, I'd, I'd take the crown of uh, wooden spoon of the blue room but no, I, I, I just don't I don't look at that side and think, you know, as, as much as I like to focus on Everton and, and how positive we've been at Goodson Park and how happy I am in the knowledge that I think we'll go and beat Brentford at the weekend, I honestly don't think that Leeds have got it in them to beat Brighton. And, and that's where, going into the weekend, and obviously we'll know this by kick-off on Sunday, but if Leeds are not to win against Brighton and, and we are to go into, into Brentford knowing that a win will take us over the line, then everything Matt said about... The, you know the, the positivity that we've taken into Goodison Park games in recent times and, and hopefully we'll take into next season as well I don't think any of us want this to be a, a drop in the water but you know dangle that carrot of beating an, an already safe Brentford Goodison Park to stay in the league no greater motivation is needed for a football team that's de- absolutely desperate to survive just to say I'd like to revise my answer I'm not saying right now my mood can only be described by one word Cheddared. There we go. Uh, we'll leave it there. Uh, <laughs> we will leave it there. Uh, cheers to Les for that clip from the away end. Still sounded great. Second half, the entire end sounded unbelievable on the uh, on the telly. So fair play to give you shoveling back in that game tonight. We're listening to it the morning after. Unbelievable efforts again. Uh, we will be around on Sunday. Everyone will be around on Sunday outside the ground, giving those lads an amazing welcome to Goodison Park. Hopefully after a lead slip up and hopefully in the knowledge that Everton if they win that football match against Brentford they'll be staying in the Premier League next season my word it's horrible it's grim but we'll get there we will get there uh, cheers to Mark Mosey and Matt Flosk as well that has been your post-match reaction for Watford nil, Everton nil. we'll speak to you again very very soon here on the Blue Room we nearly didn't get a cheese pudding oh god I know Progressive presents Married to Your Home If you want to leave me for another house, I totally understand. House? Where's this coming from? It's just, I I know there's some newer homes on the market. I didn't even know that, because I'm not looking. I bet those other houses don't have a crack in their foundations. You know that crack doesn't bother me. No matter how much you already love your house, you'll love it more knowing you could save big bundling your home and auto with Progressive. Coverage from Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and third-party insurers. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations. Sports Social Podcast Network.
It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.